Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Hello and welcome back to Simply Serie A, the Italian football podcast brought to you by 90 Min. As ever, I'm your host, Harry Simeon. I'm delighted to be joined once again by the brilliant Vittorio Campanile. How are you doing, my friend? I'm fine, thanks. What about yourself? Yeah, not too bad, man. Not too bad. Whenever Arsenal win, <laughs> in a good fashion, you know, I've got lots of work to do, but it's all positive work today. So, of course, I'm, I'm delighted. Um, Vittorio, let's just take the, the, the listeners through the results from week 17 in Serie A. It was Benevento 1, Atalanta 4, Fiorentina 1, Cagliari 0, Genoa 2, Bologna 0, Juventus 3, Sassuolo 1, Milan 2, Torino 0, Parma 0, Lazio 2, Roma 2, Inter 2, Spezia and Sampdoria haven't played yet at the time of recording, Udinese 1, Napoli 2, Verona 2, Crotone 1. So those were the scores uh, from this latest round of uh, Serie A action. I think, Vittoria, we should probably start with the game between Roma and Inter. It was the early kickoff on Sunday. And given that here in the UK, the FA Cup didn't exactly pull out uh, some glamorous ties, this was a really good watch and a really good game. First of all, let's talk about the disappointment that Antonio Conte and Inter will feel because, you know, having gone behind, I thought they played really, really well at the start of the second half to turn the game around and really, you know, took the game to Roma and put them to the sword. And having got the two goals, a stunning goal from Hakimi, by the way, which I really, really enjoyed, you thought that they were going to just shut up shop and, and march towards the three points. But again, a moment of, of lapsing concentration and Roma nicked the draw. How disappointed will Antonio Conte and the Inter fans be? A lot, a lot, because this was a very important match for both teams, Inter and Roma. Uh, Inter coming up after the surprising defeat against Sampdoria. They needed a win to keep up with Milan that won back against Torino. Uh, So they badly needed that win. And uh, yes, the first half, I think Roma played better and deserved to be ahead. But as you were saying, at the beginning of the second half, Inter pretty much was dominating the, the, the match. And I thought after uh, Hakimi scored, I thought, well, now they're going to finish it off, right? Score another goal and finish the match. Instead, and this is a problem from Antonio Conte, I think. I think Antonio Conte has a lot of blame. Instead of trying to find another goal and finish the match, he's a little sit back and, you know... Uh, a little bit negative, isn't it? 
Yeah, I mean, modern football, you have to finish it off. You don't have, you cannot only simply control and move the ball around like Antonio Conte love to do. But this is a different type of football. Then, uh, you know, you can say that uh, Hakimi scored a nice goal. Lozano was playing great football. So, and he, he subbed them. Uh, so I was a little bit concerned by the substitution he made. Uh, and I think this had a massive impact in the results. The other thing is, we saw Roma struggle a lot in the second half. And this time they were able to come back. And you have to give credit to Roma. But the question is, how much is credit to Roma and how much is you have to blame Inter and Antonio Conte for that? You know. And again, Juventus won, Milan won. Uh, I don't. I don't want to say the fight is over for the Scudetto because it's absolutely not. But Milan got other two points. Juventus got other two points. It's it's becoming tough for Inter. And next time it's Juventus Inter. So you know, uh, another very important match uh, that Inter have to face and try to win. You feel like with Inter, don't you? That like you said, the Scudetto is nowhere near over. There's a long way to go. And and we, as we've discussed on previous shows, they've got the players, they've got the quality, they've got the talent to certainly put a run together and, and get themselves back in the reckoning. They're still in the reckoning. You know, I've got to make that clear. But yes, it just feels like they keep missing these golden opportunities. You know, going away to Roma, who have been in really good form this season, had they come away from that with three points, that would have been a real statement, wouldn't it, of Inter's intentions? Definitely. And we have to say that if Inter would have won that match, they, they, they deserve it because they played very, very well in the second half. Now, one thing we have to say is Inter has a lot of players, but some of these have to prove to be good in big matches. Because yeah. Lukaku said, I'm a top five striker. You didn't score against Juventus. You didn't score against Roma. You didn't score against Napoli. You didn't... I mean, you cannot say I'm a top five striker if I score against Crotone only, right? You are paid a lot of money to score in big teams, in big matches against Juventus, against Roma, against Lazio. I mean, Lukaku haven't scored in big matches. This is concerning. And again, yesterday, he didn't score. Uh, they said, yeah, he made the assist. 68 million euros for an assist against Roma. You are the top striker. You have to score, man. It's not acceptable. It's not acceptable from... Lukaku, high-paid salary. Uh, he thinks he's the top five striker. He's not because top five strikers scores in big match. The other question mark is Arturo Vidal. We talked about him uh, last time. Again, against Roma, he didn't play well again. Um, it's a big question mark. Again, he's he's a very experienced player. He keeps make, making mistakes in top matches. Against Roma, yesterday, he didn't do pretty much nothing. Uh, another big salary on Inter, another player who is not performing as expected. Um, so there are some question marks. And let's not forget, these are all players that Antonio Conte asked for. Because if we remember yeah. last summer, Inter was very close to Tonali. Uh, Tonali, very young player, very promising Italian player. And Juventus, uh, sorry, Inter didn't get him, went to Vidal, and now Tonali is at Milan. So, you know, these choices are backfiring Conte. Um Inter has to has a lot of choices, you know. Kolarov was on the bench, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But players have to step up in big matches, and at the moment, this is not happening. 
Yeah, agreed. But we've got to give credit to Roma as well, haven't Definitely. we? Because six points off of the top, at the almost halfway point of the season. I don't think many people predicted Roma to be in this position at this no. stage. They've done extremely well. Um, as you said on a previous show, they've got that experienced front line. I thought Mikitarian and, and Jekko at times were very, very good, um, you know, in to, sort of taking Roma forward and up the pitch and being aggressive. A player that I just wanted to get your thoughts on because I had a lot of questions sent to me um, over the last few days when I was tweeting about the game um, with regards to Spinazzola. And you're in a better position than I am to give the guys some insight as to. How good is this guy? Is he somebody that can go on to be a top player? Because he's catching the eye of people from at least here in the UK. Well, he was one of the question marks because he has been... Uh, in the past, he had a lot of injuries and uh, this didn't allow him to play very well. We can say that he's one of the secrets of this room as well. He's playing very well. And uh, so... If he's not, he's a little bit injury prone. Now, this is the biggest question mark, especially in this season where there are a lot of matches you play pretty much every three days. Then injury prone players are a big concern. But this year he's fit. He's playing very well. He's a little bit of a surprise because uh, no one expected. One of the biggest question marks of Roma were the, were the left and right back because even Koldrup is playing really well. And both players had been hammered by injured in the past season. So he, he's a big surprise. And uh, this is one of the reasons why Roma played well. But we have to say something. It was a very important match for Inter, but it wasn't the same for, for Roma because Roma this season never beat a big team. They lost badly against uh, Napoli. They drew against Milan, etc. So this was a big chance for them to win finally against a big team. And they didn't take it. They, they played very well at the first half. They went ahead and then they struggled to, to cope in the second half. I thought Fonseca was too late with the substitution. I, I thought Roma midfield was a little bit tired and Fonseca waited a little bit too much to make those substitution that could help the team. So uh, it's a point. It's important for Roma to get a point. But question marks are still there. Why Roma is not able to beat top teams? Yeah, it's important, isn't it, that that Roma keep within touching distance of that leading leading pair, and um, you know they're, they're within three points of Inter. So obviously, yeah. uh, very strong position for Roma at the moment. Uh, let's move on to discuss the game between Juventus and Sassuolo. Uh, that was the uh, late game last night. Uh, another really, really good watch, really entertaining fixture. Sassuolo went down to 10 men. Danilo put Juve in front with a wonderful goal. Sassuolo uh, equalised. I thought that was, I really enjoyed that equalising goal. Um, not because, you know, it was from long distance from Death Row or anything like that. But I really liked his first touch to put the ball into that position to get him away from the defender. I thought it was excellent. Um, but Juve showed their strength, didn't they, Vittorio, when Ramsey and Ronaldo added a couple of goals to get them over the line. Now, I am of the opinion, and I've had a few people tweeting me in the last couple of days as well, asking me who I think is going to win the Scudetto. And as much as Milan are doing well, as much as Inter are punching at, at the top of the table as well, I can't get away from the idea of Juventus winning it. I still look at that side and think they are the, the benchmark. They have the best squad. They have the best players. Would you agree with that? Do you feel like Juve are going to yeah. perhaps put a little bit of a run together and close that gap? I have to agree. And yesterday we, we saw why. 
Juventus, this was a, a much needed win for Juventus after Milan won against Torino. And they were able to win against Sassuolo, who is a very difficult team. As you saw, they play a very good football, especially offensively. Then the second thing we have to point out is they lost McKenzie after, what was it, 20 minutes in the first half? And he's playing really great football. Really great football. They lost... Uh, well, Chiellini is never playing. Uh, Chiesa got injured. I mean, they lost a lot of players. Morata just came back from, from the injury and had... To... Still, they were able to have an unbelievable team, right? Uh, this is the strength of a team who loses key players in the first half against Sassuolo, a very good team, and find a way... To, to win it and you know they Dybala came off as well he got injured and this is a question yeah. mark again let's not forget this Juventus Inter coming in they are big of a lot of question mark McKenzie uh, Dybala uh, Chiesa we don't know if they're going to be able to recover for that match if you take off players like Dybala uh, Chiesa to I don't know Inter they will be struggling Juventus had the resource to, to put in other quality players, and they won the match. Now, talking about the, the, the Sassuolo goal, that, for, for me, was a big surprise because in, Juventus is an experienced team. Once a big team like Juventus go ahead, especially when the other team is one man down, it's very hard to see they, they allow something like that. Uh, Pirlo said that was a mistake from a midfielder who didn't press enough. Bonucci was a little bit surprised. Etc. That that's a strange mistake for Juventus, but still they find a way to win this match. So you know, I, I have to agree with you. I think Milan is an incredible surprise. I don't know how much they will keep up this, but yeah, I, I, long run. I think in two months' time, Juventus will be top of the league. Yeah, I, I, I it's, it, you know, I really want somebody else to win the Scudetto, and we look at it, and you know, one of the things that I always say is for Serie A to get back to where it really needs to be. Um, and that's at the top of the European game. You need the Milan clubs to be strong. And they are stronger now yes. than they have been in previous years. But it's, you know, it's going to take a bit of time, isn't it, for that power to shift from Juventus, who have assembled an excellent squad. And yes, they have a bit of an inexperienced manager in Andrea Pirlo, which might make them a little bit less formidable than they have yep. been. But they've still got the quality. They really yeah, have. I think I think we saw it at the beginning of the season. I thought Pirlo made some experiments, some bad decision, poor decision. Um, and, and you can see it. And that's the reason why Juventus is not already top of the league, but it's chasing AC Milan. Uh, they had a lot of injuries. And this is one of the problems that uh, Juventus are facing. I think there are a couple of players like Bernardeschi, like Rabiot, that are not really Juventus level. But obviously, having those players on the bench... I mean, you compare it to AC Milan bench. There is no comparison, right? But still, we all said, without Ibrahimovic, without that other players, etc., Milan won't be able to keep up. And they won against Torino. Now, Torino, it's a team that is really struggling this season. But still, Milan is able to uh, get three points that are really important. So we have to hope that Milan keeps it up because I was hoping that Inter could you know, be the challenge for Juventus. But in the last two two matches, Inter lost five points against Juventus. So, you know, uh, that that's the biggest question. That's the biggest problem. Even because Napoli, for me, could have been a contender. And again, they're losing points. Now, yesterday they were able to win it. 
but they they missed so many chances. Uh, I fear, Harry, that it's going to be Milan versus Juventus till the end of the season, hoping that Milan will be able to keep up with Juventus. For, for sure. As a, as a Lazio fan, I'm going to put you on the spot here. Who would you prefer <laughs> to see win the title? Because I know Milan and, and Juve, neither are your favourite sides in the world. Who would you rather see win it? Well, I, I think, uh, you know, it, it would be good for Milan, for, for the good, for the Italian football probably. But I, I fear that they are not well prepared. I fear that at a certain point, Pioli will make mistakes, that the depth of that squad will make a difference. So I, I think Juventus will win it. And, you know, they, they were... The funny thing is, they're focused on the Champions League. Let's be honest. Juventus want to win the Champions League. Yeah. I don't think they're good enough to win the Champions League, but I still think that they will be able to win the Scudetto. Now, my, my, my hope is that the race won't be over in February. They will be able to, to keep it on till May. That, that's my biggest concern. Yeah, good stuff. Uh, big hello to everybody joining us in the live chat at the moment. If you haven't already liked the video, make sure you do so. Subscribe to the Simply Seria YouTube channel as well. Uh, and also you can find the podcast on all major podcast stores if that's your preferred method of listening. Uh, just before we move on from Juventus, we have to give a little bit of a shout out to Cristiano Ronaldo, who uh, equalised Joseph Bijan's record for goals scored for club and country. It was his 759th career goal. Incredible stat. Um, and he really is going to go down as one of the greatest of all time. I don't think anybody would argue against that. Um, we touched on Milan briefly. Let's move on to, to Milan's win over Torino. Uh, goals from Leao and a Kessier penalty. Um, I didn't see this one, Vittorio. Was it a comfortable victory for Milan in the end? So Milan is winning a lot of matches, but are struggling to perform. They're not playing great football. But, especially in Italy, we say big teams are the ones that, even without playing great football, are able to win matches. And this, for me, is a very important signal from AC Milan. Let's not forget Ibrahimovic wasn't there. They had a lot of injured players out. And still, they find a way to win. And the other thing is, we all said, well, after the defeat against Juventus, we have to see how this team reacts. Because, you know, you can find a streak of winning and this gives you confidence. Then you lose and suddenly you realize, well, you know, maybe we're not that good. We have to find... Uh, another way and they were able to beat now Torino it's a team that's really struggling they started the season with the goal to reach the Europe League qualification now they're fighting for relegation position so it's it's this tells you that this is not a very good team but yeah. still finding a way to win with all those injuries I think it's important uh, people say yeah Milan has a lot of penalties guys they get a lot of penalty because Milan is a lot of time in the penalty box of the other team. And so, you know, if you spend 30 minutes there, then if you get a, a foul, it's a penalty. So no excuse about penalties for Milan. They are pushing hard. They're giving all they have. Maybe they're not playing smart football, very nice football to watch. But what's important for them is three points. And they got it. So yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. They march on. AC Milan under Stefano Pioli. Um, Vittorio, let's touch on your team. Lazio uh, got a good win away at Parma. Two goals to nil. Uh, it goes from Luis Alberto and Saicedo. Um, as a result, 
Lazio are quietly climbing up the table, just five points off of Juventus now. Are you feeling a bit more optimistic about what this season may bring? Well, it's three points from the Champions League, from the last cha Champions League position. So that's that's the target for, for Lazio this season. But we have to remember that Juve, Napoli and Atalanta has to recover again. So they could increase the, 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 the distance. But we saw some slightly improvement from the team. I, I wasn't particularly happy from the performance. But as, as I said at the beginning, Napoli is not playing great football. They won, but really struggle against a poor team. Roma is playing, is a little bit of a surprise, but even them are losing points. So I think there's going to be a big chance for everybody for the Champions League, for the full Champions League position. So uh, I think still Lazio have to improve. Um, Parma with the new manager uh, is playing much better than before. So Parma, is, I think they're going to recover. They're fighting now for the relegation, but I think they're going to be able to improve the, the 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 situation now friday there's the derby against roma so it's a very very important match for both teams that will tell a lot i think for the future of both roma's team because if roma win it then it's going to be a massive boost same thing for lazio so i think that could be the turning point of the season of both teams who win who wins get a massive boost who loses you know lose confidence lose even the belief that they're going to reach the Champions League. Yeah, brilliant stuff. And, and finally, to move on to uh, the game that took place between two sides that were actually going into this one in really, really good form. It's the game between Benevento and Atalanta. Atalanta running out 4-1 winners. We know that Atalanta can score goals at will. We've touched on it time and time again. We were singing at uh, Filippo Inzaghi's praises last week as well, weren't we, about Benevento? Yeah. Um, but Atalanta just keep marching on, don't they? We spoke about them last time, that they're on a good run of form at the moment and they're climbing up the table. And, you know, they're dark horses for, for one of those Champions League spots, aren't they? Maybe they'll fall a little bit short, but they're, they're there or thereabouts at least. Yes, definitely. And I think what changed is the condition of the players. We saw it last year as well. In December, they dropped and lost a lot of points. And then suddenly in January, they start running again. And Gasperini is demanding a lot to these players. They have to run a lot, especially the midfielders, because he attacks with pretty much all the team. And so it, they have to run a lot. And same thing when they defend. All the team has to defend at Serie A level. So if the players are fit, Atalanta can be a really, really dangerous team. And they prove it now. And now that they have Ilicic back, let's not forget Ilicic has been away for a lot of time. And now that Ilicic is back and playing at that level, uh, you know, Atalanta can really beat any team. And this is not just a way of saying things. Atalanta really can beat any team in the world. Let's not forget that last year, they were so close to the Champions League final. Let's not forget about that, right? They were nearly beating Paris Saint-Germain. So this team can really do everything. Uh, Zapata, it's a lovely striker. I think he still can give a lot. Muriel, I mean, people thought Muriel two years ago was done. And now he came, he came to Atalanta and now he's a different player. So, yes, watch out from Atalanta. If they can keep this run of form, I think they can do achieve everything. Yeah, they're a fantastic team to watch as well. And Definitely. As we, we keep saying it time and time again, you know, Serie A has really, I think, turned the corner in terms of 
the entertainment value of the division. There's still great uh, sort of tactical games that play out and there's still all of those traditional values. But we're now seeing a league where there are goals galore and it's really enjoyable. And you're talking about clubs with incredible history, old rivalries. It's, it's such a great proposition at the moment. Uh, I, I think this is a, a very interesting point because... Now even small teams like Crotone, Benevento are playing a very offensive mind type of football. While, you know, five, eight years ago, they would go and play against AC Milan and put, you know, the bus in front of the of the goal. <laughs> now they're trying to play football. And you see Crotone that is attacking. Maybe they play 4-3-3 with three real strikers. Same thing Benevento, uh, Parma. You know, every small team now is trying to play a very offensive mind football. And this is completely different from... Uh, typical small Italian teams, you know, before they try to defend, now they try to score one goal more than the other team. And this makes Serie A more exciting and a lot of surprising results because we saw Atalanta beating 4-1 Sassuolo, but we saw Sampdoria beating uh, Inter and so on. So I think this makes it more interesting. Definitely. Yeah. Completely agree. Um, we're going to leave it there. That brings us to the end of uh, this episode of Simply Serie A. We're going to do a little bit more focus on some of the, the teams lower down the division on our next episode as well. Uh, so stay tuned for that because I realise we're kind of focusing on the big boys. But there's been so many good, yeah. important fixtures that it, it, it has to be done. Uh, so stay tuned for next week's episode where we'll have a little bit of a look at the bottom half of the table as well and try and make sense of some of that. Don't forget to follow Vittorio on Twitter at Vittorio. Camper, don't forget to check out his YouTube channel, the Lazio Lounge, as well. Give us a subscribe, give us a like, share the podcast with your friends and family, and we're going to be back very, very soon with more. Until then, take care of yourselves and most importantly, stay safe. Ciao. Ciao. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.